inspiring stories of recovery, practical tips for wellness, developing a culture of care. Welcome to Blue and Beyond, your official Air Force Wounded Warrior Program podcast. Hey there, Warriors. I'm your host, Walt Myrie, and today we're joined by Mr. Randy Tillery, the Director of Airmen and Family Care, and Chief Master Sergeant Jason Sarrett, Chief, Director of Airmen and Family Care, to talk about Warrior Care Month. Mr. Tillery, Chief Sarrett, thanks for being with us today. Thanks, Walt. Appreciate the opportunity to share our thoughts on the Wounded Warrior Program and particularly Warrior Care Month. So right out of the shoot, I mean, I looked at your bios and uh, have studied your careers a little bit uh, coming into this meeting. Tell me a little bit about yourself and experience that got you to where you are here with DPF. Well, Walt, I spent 30 years in the active duty Air Force working talent management and care solution programs throughout the Air Force and about 22 assignments over my 30-year career, after which I wound up working for Auburn University for a few years in the fundraising business and then came back to my first love, the Air Force, and got a job here in the Air Force Personnel Center. And then in 2012, got the opportunity to stand up the Director of Airmen and Family Care from the very beginning. I really love this kind of work. It's wonderful for me me to have the opportunity to take on the leadership in this program area. Chief, you have any thoughts? I do. Thank you very much for the opportunity. Obviously, I'm a core personnelist. My career has been built around caring for people in general. Basically, my career has evolved to taking care of folks and really caring about the enlisted force. So I'm interested to know you've got a lot of family care and warrior care stuff in your backgrounds over a period of four decades. From your perspective, what does taking care of our wounded, ill, and injured airmen and their families look like that's different from taking care of a regular family? To begin with, those folks in our program who are seriously wounded, ill, or injured have a different set of problems that we're dealing with. They have some challenges that make taking care of them a little more challenging. And so we have to, in our programs, develop solutions for them that are a little bit different than we would for regular active duty folks. And and sir, to follow up on that, what is it that you would hope that they know about our program that you think they might not know? I would hope that every airman and family out there gets the opportunity to know that we are an organization that can help those folks. And if they know about what we do and they know someone who needs our help, then they can refer them to us and we won't have anybody falling through the cracks, hopefully. Yes, sir. Chief, what does Warrior Care Month mean to you? Warrior Care Month is an opportunity to show our appreciation for our wounded warriors. While all of their wounds, are both visible and invisible, aren't necessarily accrued or, or happen in a contingency environment, um, we basically just want to showcase that we are able to care for them, that we appreciate them as family, and how much they mean to us as being part of the Air Force family. And that kind of goes around um, the entire Air Force, not just from the wounded warriors staff. It's an opportunity for the Air Force family to show our warriors that we appreciate them and their sacrifices. I think that's a great perspective, Chief. For someone maybe who has just learned about the program or Warrior Care Month, what's one way that they can get involved? I think the number one thing I would do is reach out to your commander or your first sergeant and see if there's a a warrior that's actually embedded within your squadron. I think showcasing the family of the squadron is is where this all starts. After they find someone from the squadron and are there to support them and help out where they can, then I think they just look for our advertisements for when we show up to their local area. I think that provides the least amount of impact to their overall schedules and their time and allows them to make the biggest impact. So start at home and then look for our caravans and volunteer when we reach out there. Great. So, sir, from 20 years ago to five years ago, a lot changed in the way we take care of warriors and their families for a variety of reasons. We anticipate, of course, that there's going to be more change as we move into the next three to five years in the way we take care of airmen and their families. What do you see as the largest changes coming 
in the way you provide support to families. I'll tell you, we're really excited about a major change, and that major change is we are in our program now designated as a what's called a MWR Category A program, which allows us to accept corporate sponsorship. There are plenty of people around the United States who would love to get involved and give us money, gifts in kind, whatever, to help build on our program that we have. Yes, sir. I'd like to thank you for highlighting that. I just came back from a trip to the Bob Woodruff Foundation Stand Up for Heroes event they did. So, Mr. Tillery Chief, you've been here all week with us at JBA and observed a great many events that we've had the opportunity to look at. Uh, what are your thoughts? What would you say to the people that have, you've seen participating at the event and the families you've seen supporting them? I'll tell you, anytime anyone can attend an event like this, it has a significant impact on you. It will, I promise you. It has on me every event I've ever been to. You can see a person who goes into a resilience event, whether it's art, whether it's music, you can see them transform from the first day of the event to the last day of the event. It's the same for sports. It's the same for any time a warrior figures out that there's now something they can do that somebody used to tell them that they couldn't. As we have expanded over the years from just primarily an adaptive sports type of program to now where we've reached out and found ways through the resilience activities to reach people that we might not reach through sports, this is going to give us additional opportunity to build upon those programs. And just as importantly, if not more, it gives us the opportunity to provide more resources to support caregivers. It is an awesome experience. It's motivating. It's inspirational. And it gives me chill bumps just to talk about it. I'm inspired uh, more than ever, more than I've ever been. This has been an incredible event. I'd just like to say thank you to our volunteers and our, and our teams for enabling this successful opportunity. Uh, so that's it for this installment of Blue and Beyond. Uh, to our AFW2 community, if there's anything you'd like us to discuss or any issue you have questions about, reach out and we can chat about it. This has been an episode of Blue and Beyond, your official Air Force Wounded Warrior Program podcast. Connect with us on social media to keep up with all things AFW2 and be on the lookout for the next Blue and Beyond podcast.